Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome to a new episode of I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio, and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash survey. This episode is brought to you by the live broadcast of It's a Wonderful Life. Join us on Christmas Eve starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed as they reprise their roles in this radio adaptation. I'll be on the chat live with everyone, so join us, won't you? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Thursdays, we join Mr. O for another tale on Lights Out. This episode is number seven, and it was originally aired November 17th, 1942, and it's entitled, Come to the Bank. Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you, these Lights Out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. And now, come to the bank. Please, would you come to the bank with me? Please. I offer many people, but they won't listen to me. You, will you come to the bank with me? No, don't turn your head. Please don't go away. Listen, if I tell you very carefully why I want you to come to the bank with me, you will come, won't you? He's locked up in there. He can't get any air. No, don't get excited. I didn't say he was locked up in the vault. All he's got in their vault is money. I don't care about money. All I care about is him. I, I didn't mean to tell you. All right, I did. You've got to come to the bank with me and help me. It's Fred Roth. He's in the bank and he can't get out. What are you laughing about? That's not so funny. I tell you, he's in the bank and he can't get out. He's been in there for, I think it's three weeks. Blast you, stop laughing. Please listen to me. I'll tell you all about it from the start. I'm a school teacher. At the Latin High School, I teach physics. It's a rational science. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Mr. Roth teaches in the same school. Psychology. The way of the human mind. But that's not an exact science, is it? The human mind is not exact at all. 
And that started it. That's what started it. Mr. Ross said to me. Well, speaking quite frankly and candidly, Miss Moss, I don't think very much of your exact sciences. Two and two always add up to four, Mr. Ross. Not where the human mind is concerned. I don't understand. Well... It is my profound conviction that the potentialities of the human mind and body have never been realized by any human creature. But there have been great men. Plato, Lincoln, and many scientists. Yes, but only fractional greatness. Using perhaps one-tenth of the power latent within themselves. It's all a matter of concentration. Thomas Edison used perhaps one iota more concentration than the average man and became one of the great inventors of all times. I tell you, Miss Moss, if men would concentrate their minds to the limit, the universe would be theirs. That's a very innocent start, isn't it? Just a teacher talking about the human mind. I thought nothing of it. Mr. Roth was such an intense young man. I... I liked his intensity. Just think what could happen if a man could bring his mind to the proper point of concentration. He could move objects with his mind. Yes, why not? Think that a table should move, and it would move. Mr. Ross. No. Think that he wanted to be a certain place, and he would be there. Men conceive this civilization just by a thought, and here it is. All is power of thought over matter. A man thinks a book before the book exists. He thinks a house, and only then the house can be. All is power of mind over matter. I like to watch his eyes while he talked. They were so bright and burning. And his mouth as he talked. The way it twisted. I couldn't help liking Mr. Roth, could I? We had to dinner together once. Will you have uh, coffee with your dinner or later? Well, uh, what did you say? The waiter wanted to know if you wanted coffee with your dinner. Oh, no, no coffee. No, miss you. Very nice of you to have dinner with me, Mr. Ross. Well, on the contrary, I, I'm grateful to you. You're a, a very good listener. Thank you. I've done a great deal of work in the week since I last talked to you. Have you? Please tell me. Well, it isn't exactly work. It's, it's more of a decision. Yes? Yes, I, I've come to the decision to stop theorizing. Yes, I've decided to put what I believe into practice. I don't know what you mean. Well, it's quite simple. The powers of concentration. I decided to put into practice... Uh, the fruit juice is for the lady. Well, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, for the lady. Uh, uh, concentration, Miss Moss. I've decided to put into practice my theory of concentration. I don't want to anticipate, but I expect wonderful results, Miss Moss. I might even say unbelievable results. Unbelievable results. Oh, must I tell you more? Please, come with me to the bank. All right, all right, I'll tell you the rest. The day after he talked to me in the restaurant, Mr. Ross didn't come to school. I know that because at lunchtime he wasn't in his usual place in the cafeteria. And when I asked, they told me that he suddenly had taken leave of absence and that an extra teacher was taking over his classes. I was very disappointed. A week went by, two weeks. I decided to go see him. I took a few days off from my work. I found out his home number. Friday morning, I bought a new dress, very becoming one. Then I went to visit Mr. Roth. I was certain he wouldn't be angry with me. It was perfectly proper that I call on him as a friend. Yes, yes, Mr. Roth, he's at home. 
Uh, he has the two back rooms. He has not been out of there for a week. Won't even let me go in to clean up. He go right ahead. Head of the staircase. Up to the right. Mr. Ross, are you in there? It's Miss Mara. Could I speak to you for a moment? Standing there knocking, I suddenly realized that the door was ajar. Was he... But he didn't answer, yet the landlord had said he was at home. I pushed the door open farther and glanced through the opening. Mr. Rolf! Mr. Rolf! Dead! Oh, no, I... No, no, I'm alive. Oh, I thought... Oh, Mr. Roth, your face, the way you look, what... No, water, glass, Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. Oh, you you are sick. I'm not sick. Water. Here, here, take it. I'll hold it. Doctor, I'll call a doctor. No, no, wait. But you're ill. Listen to me. Yes, yes. I'm I'm, I'm not sick. Well, then what? I told you. Well, I I don't know. I've been sitting here... For a week. Sitting? For a week? Concentration. Practicing concentration. Concentration. The experiment was was most successful. Yeah, most successful. I've proven that I can do what some of the Orientals profess to do. Slow down through concerted willpower... The essential life processes. A week without food and water. Is that not a triumph, Miss Morris? Well, I, I don't know. Mr. Roth, why do you do these things? Uh, I'm trying to explain it to you simply. The human thoughts are like the rays of the sun spreading in all directions. By the use of a lens, the rays of the sun can be focused on one point. And instead of warmth, there, there is a focal point of intense light that can burn its way through all obstacles. And so it is with human thoughts. If, through concentration, a man could focus them on one point, he would be a god among men. I tell you, Miss Moss, that, that I am confident that I through training, can become that one man in a million. Even even as muscles can be trained, so I am training my mind. And the day when my training is complete, I will be able to do anything I desire. You hear me? Anything. 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 When he said that, thin and weak and tired as he was... His eyes looked at me. I was afraid. For him. I made up my mind right then. The first thing was to get him out of that room. He ate. Rested. And then went out with me. I don't see why I let you talk me into this, Miss Moss. I have so much work to do. The walk will do you good. Where are we going? Well, first, I want you to come to the bank with me. Beg your pardon? Well, you see, I... I've been thinking of taking a little vacation, and I need some money. Going to withdraw some. Oh, oh, I see. I, I too want to get off some place where I can concentrate. Well, yes, yes, most important. Yes. 
Uh, have you thought about going out to the country? These buildings, Miss Moss. Look at them. Steel and concrete. So firm and so solid. So enduring. You know something, Miss Moss? What? How far that? Once upon a time, they were only an idea in man's mind. Perhaps even now they have no solidity, but are, are just ideas hanging in air through which a man with single-mindedness of purpose could walk as easily as if he were walking through air. Do you understand me, Miss Moss? Well, I, I'm not sure. The country would be a wonderful place to work. Why wouldn't it, Mr. Ross? We went into the bank. He kept talking about the powers of concentration. I hardly listened to him. All I could think about was that somehow I had to get him into a new environment. The foyer of the building where the bank was, we went in. People, elevators. Suddenly, Mr. Roth stopped. He stared at the wall. I said... Mr. Roth! Mr. Roth, what are you looking at? This. This is the time. Time? Time for what? I told you. When my subconscious reached the proper point of incubation, I would know that my powers had reached the point where... I could do anything. Mr. Ross, anything. Please, let's go. But well, this is the time. Now, I must make use of that power now. No, please. What are you going to do? That marble wall. Straight ahead. I say I can walk through it. No, please, stop joking. I will. I will. I will walk through No. Mr. Ross, come back. Don't. Ah! Mr. Ross. Mr. Ross. What? The wall. What? What? Mr. Roth! Mr. Roth, he walked through the wall! You hear me? He walked through the wall! There's smug and self-certain, don't you? It couldn't have happened. But listen, you king had mind, I tell you it did. I saw it with my own eyes. Mr. Roth walked right toward that marble wall and he went into it and then he was gone. Do you hear me? Gone. But I, I mustn't call you vain and make you angry, must I? Because you must come to the bank with me. Yes, yes, I'll tell you more of just what happened on that day. Now, look, lady, take it easy. Get out of my way. The wall, he walked through that wall. I tell you, I tell you, he walked through that wall. Say, please. You got it, 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 that wall is solid. Solid concrete faced with marble. You'd better go home and stop disturbing the beast. Door to the door, lady. So they put me out. I stood in the street. I didn't know what to do. And then I knew. I would wait there until Mr. Roth came back. And he would come back. He'd gone through the wall. He must have come out on the other side. And now he would walk around the building and come back and meet me there. So I waited. Good night, George. See you in the morning. I waited a long time. Are you waiting for something, lady? The bank's closed, you know. I've seen you standing here ever since I got on my feet, so I thought I'd talk to you. A long time. It began to rain. I stood there in the rain. Mr. Roth. 
And what a terrible thought. What is he? I've entered the door of the bank building. It was locked. Let me in. Please, let me in. Listen to me. Just let me in. It's locked. I've got to get this locked. Hey, lady. What? Don't you know the bank's been closed, Brian? Easy, you. Hey, aren't you the one that's been standing out here? Let go of me. Mr. Roth is in there. Now, ladies. I will get in. Hey, the door. Let go of me. Mr. Roth, don't get in. Let's get out of here. I will get in. I just saw I will get in. Kick the door in. Now, you come along with me. Let go of 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 Prisoner will be held for further examination. Next case. I tried to tell them, Mr. Hoff, but no one would listen to me. All night. And the next terrible day, no one would listen. Now tell me, do you have dreams, Miss Marsh? Any questions over and over. Do you think that people dislike you? Over and over. Have you often seen Mr. Roth or other people disappear? Over and over. When did you first begin to have these hallucinations? But when I tried to tell him about Mr. Roth, he started to say terrible things to me. The fact of the matter is, Mr. Roth has disappeared. It is the opinion of the police that he decamped for this woman's money. Yes, took her money and ran off. Yes, took her money and ran off. I didn't care what they said. I had to get to the bank. You know why? Mr. Roth had started for the wall and I had seen him go through it and he hadn't come around to meet me. So there was only one answer. He was still in the wall. And while Mr. Roth was in the wall, they were keeping me in this hospital. I had to get out. How are you resting now, Miss Moss? Miss Moss, where? Window. Nurse, the woman in this room. She's gone. Out of the window. Nurse, nurse, Miss Moss is gone. Away in the street, still raining. I ran along the dark streets until I was at the bank. Closed. There was a dark doorway, another building. I hid in the dark and waited all through the night until morning, until they opened the doors of the bank. I went into the bank. I walked toward the wall. That wall. I wanted to run to it, but I, I walked. Then I was there. The very wall he'd gone into. Mr. Roth, Mr. Roth, are you in there? It's it's Miss Moss, Ada Moss. Mr. Roth, please, if you're in there, answer me. They'll see me standing here by the wall talking, and they won't let me stand here. Mr. Roth, please, I've got my ear close to the wall. If you're in there, answer me. I was right. You did walk into the wall and stay there. Yes, yes, but what are you saying? I, I can't understand you. Please, Mr. Roth, speak so I can understand you. Yes, I understand. I will get you out of there. Help! Help! There's a man in the wall. Help me get him out. Mr. Roth, you here? I'll get you help. Hurry, people! back in the hospital. They didn't believe me. They didn't help Mr. Roth. I was very sick. I don't know how many days I was in the hospital. Then I was all right. They let me out. And this is your last warning, Miss Moss. 
You are to stay away from the bank. You are to behave yourself as a good, intelligent citizen you normally are. Your last warning, Miss Moss. And all the time, Mr. Roth was in that war, waiting for me to help him. And there was a little time left. A man such as Mr. Roth, powers of concentration. He could and did perform a miracle, walking through a war. But even conserving his strength and breath and the way he said, slowing down the vital life processes. How long do you think he could live entombed in that war? I had to get to him. When I walked by the bank hiding in the crowd so they, they wouldn't see me, I saw that there was a policeman there. They put a policeman there just to keep me out. I had to figure out some way to get in there. Tell Mr. Roth to keep alive that I was working to help him. I had to figure out a way. There's a store across the street. A store selling paint. That was the answer. Something for cleaning? Uh, of course, madam. Uh, how much do you think you'll need? Oh, I suggest a pint. Uh, we have it here in bulk. Open it? Sure, sure. Uh, see, it's standard cleaning fluid. That, uh, 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 lady, no. Uh, no, that match. Look out. Don't. Don't. It's inflammable. Don't. Help. Fire. Grab that woman. She said fire to the store. Fire. In a few moments, everyone was so busy that I was quite free to go into the bank. In a few seconds, my ear was against the wall. Mr. Roth, Mr. Roth, I'm back, I'm back. They, they tried to keep me away from me, but I'm back. Mr. Roth, can, can you hear me? Alive. Yes, still alive. Oh, Mr. Roth, what should I do? What? Yes, I will. I will. They won't stop me this time. Something. Get something to turn on the wall. Fire axe. Off the wall. Mr. Roth, look. Look. If you could see, I got a fire axe. Could they help you? Could they help you? Will you get out? We'll get you out. Yes, I will get you out. The mob is crossing, Mr. Roth. I will get to you. Get me out to you. No one will stop me now. They don't want to help you. But I'm helping you. Give me that axe. Oh, no, you won't stop me. I'll get to help Mr. Roth. Give me that axe. I'll give it to you. I'm locked up now. They locked me up. It was in my first visitor in weeks. Weeks. Do you know what that means? All these days, he's been in that war, holding himself alive with all his will. But sooner or later, if he thinks I'm not going to help him, he'll give up hope. And he'll lose his will to live. And suddenly he'll die. Do you hear me? He'll die. Please, please make them let me go and come and help me save Mr. Roth. If you don't help me, it will always be on your conscience, won't it? night when you're alone and you can't sleep, you'll open your eyes and you'll see Mr. Roth entombed in that wall. But it won't be Mr. Roth anymore. Just the bones of a man. Bones and dead, decaying flesh and worms. And the, the skull will talk to you and ask. Why didn't you help me? So I ask you again, please. Please. Won't you come to the bank?
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Another great story from Arch Obler. I really enjoyed this one, and what a fantastic performance by Virginia Gregg as Miss Moss. If you've been listening to old-time radio shows for any length of time, then you've probably come across the name Virginia Gregg. She's appeared on The Adventures of Sam Spade, Dragnet, Let George Do It, Yours Truly Johnny Dollar, and played Richard Diamond's girlfriend, Helen Asher, on Richard Diamond, Private Detective, featuring Dick Powell. Greg played the double bass with the Pasadena Symphony and Pops before going into radio, and was active with the recording for The Blind Incorporated, making recordings as a volunteer and serving on the board of directors. She appeared on many TV shows and movies, often as an uncredited voice, as she did in her final film role in 1986 a role she did uncredited two times prior as Norman Bates' mother in Psycho 1, 2, and 3. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and on Stitcher. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. Support the show by joining our Vintage Radio Club at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash vintage. Or send a one-time donation at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward Time to slash laugh tomorrow with Groucho Marks and You Bet Your Life. And join us next Thursday for some more Lights Out. Don't forget our live broadcast of It's a Wonderful Life live on YouTube this Monday on Christmas Eve at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs>